So, yeah, how's it going, man? Uh, not too bad. Just getting through games, playing a lot of the division with you guys, and all that such. I'm not gonna go into the too much detail of the week. Just what I've been doing in general. So, oh yeah, for sure. So, let us get into it, cause I promised you a rant, and I am right there with you. I totally get it. So, yep. Okay. What so has slighted Pele in the news this past? So week? the bit. Yes, the biggest slight of the news this past week for once again is an Activision Blizzard. Uh, I've I'm not sure I've uh, made my disdain for that company ever so clear on this podcast, but yes, oh, no, I, I think do we've not... definitely made it quite clear that all of us do not like Activision Blizzard after mm. a bit. <laughs> so the recent debacle this time round versus the sexual harassment loss lawsuit, so on and so forth, uh, their pricing, their coding, and all that and all that shit. Latest news for the fans of Overwatch Two for the for a lot of us, especially since their main reason for making Overwatch from 1 to 2 and barely changing anything outside of losing a single player roster so you have less players who can play the game and with a more egregious monetization plan, the main reason a lot of people got into it was for the existing uh, pre-planned PvE mode supposed to come for the game. The yeah, that got shit-canned. Even touch it. Yep. yep. It is the gone. PvE is shit-canned. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. The main reason I wanted to play the game to the Lord and the characters have a story in this fucking game. <laughs> uh, not nobody gone. said that the game was missing was a story. <laughs> and the it's reason fucking why you even made the second one was to have the PvE. Yes, Only for you them made... to say, ah, destroy it's it all. burn it down. <laughs> it's burn it completely all down. gone. It's ah oh, man, it's so. Hey, busy. it's crazy, Pele. It's almost like they announced the fact that they were going to make Overwatch Two as a publicity stunt and didn't actually have anything planned. Oh, yeah, publicity publicity stunt that actually you cut out a uh, a six of players from the game. So the friends who originally had a full team of six people wanted to play the game, you had to reduce that reduce that down to five. You had to cut a friend out of the game. Oh yeah, they had yeah. to change something to make it look like they were doing. Something. Oh yeah, losing a single uh, losing losing players like that's that's they a made great it idea. Fast. They like increased the speed of everything, right? And yeah, then they, they made they it free to play. Yes, but they made away. the monetization even worse because you have to pay even more now to get skins. You got to get through battle passes. No more loot boxes. Thank Christ! But what they have gone through now is I don't think much better, honestly. I'm and, really hoping that like this deal doesn't go through and then Activision Blizzard could like burn. Not to say like I mean maybe I'm saying this because like I don't really care about a lot of their uh, like their project like the, mm -hmm. their work. But to be fair, I do feel like those things will fall into better places, considering what we know about the company. <laughs> I would actually love to see Activision Blizzard stuff, like especially for Call of Duty, and fucking learn how to fucking compress their fucking files for fucking once. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Ugh. That'd be genuinely but yeah. really nice. Whatever Overwatch 2's PvE, a lot of people's reason for even playing the goddamn game is now gone. Then they're continuing on what they did beforehand, looking 
drip feed uh, PVE stuff uh, from the past, like with um, you remember the uh, uh, King's Row uh, backstory and all that such, right? And especially the Halloween events. Yes, I do remember yeah. something about this. Yeah, they're gonna keep doing those things, but like still doing the same extremely slow pace. Like you gotta be shitting me! Come on! Like uh, just this... for those that don't might not know, because like it's been a minute. You want to just explain what it was to them? Okay, so the existing PVE modes that they did for Overwatch in the original version of the game, Overwatch One, as as us and number two, essentially were some modes they do on a seasonal basis throughout the year. Um, I think there was a total of three of them where you played on one of the King's Row, which is a pretty much a prequel origin story for Overwatch's first mission into the lore of the, sto of the, uh, of the universe. Then there was the Halloween one, not worried about the story, but still fun, fighting a bunch of different zombies. It was basically uh, the a PvE mode just to be like, hey, look, we're having fun having the characters go against robots instead. Yep, and drive the story along because you had uh, communication and uh, camaraderie along with it and actually drive a story that's supposed to be along with this. Um, that, they're still doing stuff like that versus a full-on mode. It was like, come on seriously like you had this planned out apparently this is even worse because the more we talk the more we research this about overwatch 2's cancel pv mode they apparently thought about this a while ago and yeah. still did it so like then why did you make it overwatch 2 to begin with what justifies this not making number two this at was all? the big thing that was going to make overwatch 2 overwatch 2 they added a bunch of these like little changes because they needed something to put out right because overwatch 2's release date was coming up right mm -hmm. but like it's very clear that the only reason they announced this is because they were in trouble. And you oh. could definitely put together what you put together with Overwatch 2 uh, being the way it is with, like, a skeleton crew. It'd be, like, just a couple people, like, just change up some of the bits about the game, right? Change up some of the parameters. Make sure everything works, like, functionally again. Doesn't everything still run? Do we have to increase the speed? Just pump up the speed, right? Like, you could do all of this with a skeleton crew. You do not I need to have a whole team working on this, especially with I don't think they support. did, uh, honestly, yeah. with everything that was happening, because considering <laughs> there was an entire strike that was happening during this, its development, I don't think those people were working. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, absolutely fair enough, but still, like, you promised all this, but you still think, oh, it's monetizely, it's not viable, so they have to cancel the whole thing all over again. Like, yeah, great. And it gives me less reason of, like, why do I even bother playing Overwatch anymore? Like, it's just... It doesn't interest me as anymore. As me, I mean, I'm proud and happy, uh, proud and happy of the latest hero, Lifeweaver. I don't really like playing with him, but he's tie represent, so like, I'm happy about that. But still, it's just like you made this whole hype up, it and then you remember yeah. that the chart exists. <laughs> the chart exists, and here's the thing: like, okay, you remember the old like trailers I used to do for character reveals, and I have the whole story go along with them. Mm -hmm. They don't even do that anymore. I miss those. Damn. I didn't realize they. It's just trailers, right? It's just trailers. Yeah, just it's just a trailers. Like it's just uh, like still shot screens of uh, some characters. They did that with Matra, Life Weaver, and I think Sojourn. But they haven't done like the full animated stuff in a while. Like, oh come on, I would that was like cool. To see the fully animated thing with Sojourn. At too. this point, I just make really a fucking TV it. show. If you're not even gonna do the story for the PV mode, do the fucking TV show or movie. I would take that at the, this point. At this point, honestly. And then on top of that, I'm pretty sure that they're developing an MO. <clears throat> Right, if I'm not mistaken, another they're one. Taking, they're taking the that was what we found out, right? Is that they were taking the PVE stuff to create an MMO, like the MMO. Yeah, I mean that's, that, because that's that's. How I mean they did that created. with uh, Overwatch because that yeah. was originally called Project Titan. Uh, and that failed, well. and mm -hmm. got turned into Overwatch. And so now they're taking the failed PVE and turning it into MMO, which is I think we can both agree is not really how we wanted to experience these characters. Nope. I don't think that's because how probably many gonna be different. Want to it's gonna be it, no, it's gonna be an entirely different game. And like, oh, the PVP mode is great to me on that game, 
But like again, your main reason for wanting to play Overwatch Two specifically is now gone. Like, <sighs> okay. like it's free to play, but people bought into it, right? Like you can buy. Oh, I was, get, I was actually gonna get to that. A few of my friends actually bought the Watchpoint edition of Overwatch Two that yeah. they thought was gonna promise with the PVE mode. Nah, we look back. Not a goddamn thing detailed about that at all. So like, they promised you nothing. <laughs> They promised you nothing and gave you nothing. Yep. Therefore, good. You'll get nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you gotta be shitting me. I can see how people are mad about that, especially that money on a free-to-play fucking game. It's crazy Ugh. that we can just turn over our heads to like another game that's also free-to-play and doing just fine, which is Warframe. Mm -hmm. Doing sick over there. Great job, guys. Complete PVE game. With some PvP. I mean, it's in there. It's, it's there. It's not the big, it's, it's not the focus. It's not, it's not yeah. the focus. But to be fair, I mean, like, the way Warframe works, I'm not really sure how busted characters would just be if you just fight each other. I'm not <laughs> sure how well that would just be. <laughs> I guess unless, like, do some sort of um, balance of standard mode. It's not as, like, heavily competitive as the... Yeah, it's not, like, as heavily competitive as, like, Destiny 2, where, um, you know, they have the tone everything the fuck down it's also true destiny 2 is like right over there as well like over at bungie they're doing fine right oh yeah like over, uh bungie it's not exactly it's not exactly free to play it's free to play yeah. from the base base destiny stuff but it's not free to play, it's, but like, you oh, still have to pay yeah. for the expansions yeah but at the same time i'm looking at it destiny 2 has like always had like that balance of pve and pvp actually it has a huge balance toward pv uh e but like mm -hmm. obviously the pvp is there and they they take care of them right like, they, they make yep. sure they're good um, in fact, certain changes were made specifically so that PvP could be benefited in some instances. They've always kind of nerfed and moved uh, things around that kind of help the PvP, but like kind of trying to find that strike that balance. But like if we look over at uh, Bungie, its biggest problem was like starting over, right? Like when it had to again. To be fair, games. remember they were once underneath Activision oh, Blizzard yeah. belt as well. So. But like their biggest problem was starting over from one from going when they had to start over from the end of Taken King at the end of mm -hmm. one and starting over. And then Destiny two. two. And people were yep. like, ah, really? Like you didn't bring these things over? And it's like, damn. Brought nothing over. It also made some uh, again monetization issues worse because I still remember the beginning of Destiny two. You had to um, all the shaders for skin for your weapons oh, yeah. and skins but like that were one time use. They fixed True. that. After they left Activision. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy what happens when you get to leave Activision. <laughs> Which is a shame because there's a few developing teams underneath Activision, Activision's uh, umbrella. I wish they'd do on their own, like Toys for Bob and Vicarious Visions. But uh, they're fucking stuck. So it goes for Treyarch. True. Mm -hmm. True. That's I true. want them to do uh, their own stuff. Honestly. I kind of just need Blizzard to burn right now. Activision's not the best <laughs> company, but like according to a lot of things... Uh, that's been happening with it a lot of the stuff is just blizzard right yeah like it's not so really activision yeah so it's the acquisition deal that microsoft's doing with activision blizzard it's a little bit of a, a weird strong point because over 37 countries around the world have approved on the deal the eu has approved on the deal canada and the united states are well canada has denied it the united states are investigating at the moment more likely will deny it so i right. don't exactly know how this deal is going to go down if like since it's i forget how big uh, Activision Blizzard has put into a market share on this, especially with Microsoft. Like, this is going to affect a lot of different economies all at once. I don't know how this is going to go down. Also, fun fact, I'm not okay. sure, money if you knew, 
the reason why I didn't say China in that in, at involvement because China has banned Activision. Off rip, which is crazy to think about. So you know, because that is a massive market they're not getting anymore. Yeah, especially since they love uh, that market specifically. Mm-hmm. They also have a huge market in Korea and China. Russia. Russia. Well, Russia's Russia's a bit of a weird point at the moment, but yeah, they're, they're pretty sure. Well, that, yeah, Russia's you know. at war. It's not really like you know, you're not really mm-hmm. trying to figure out if you can make money in Russia right now. Um, but Korea, Korea and Blizzard have like a huge history, so probably like I don't I don't know what. Yep, the with StarCraft and all that and all that such, but uh, I think Korea is still fine as along as that point. I think they also approved on the appeal, but it's like the other markets, especially in the U.S. and Canada, like that, it might put a detriment on their plans because, again, Microsoft is an American company, so is Activision Blizzard. That's very true. That is very true. But what else do we have on this lovely list that we were going down? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, what were we going through? Uh, let's see here. Besides that uh, annoying rant, um, <laughs> we were talking, uh, we were looking at, let's see here. Come on, I had my list. Where did it go? Oh, you just had it. I just had it. I just went away. What the heck? Uh, yes. See here. Oh yeah. So speaking of Destiny Two, uh, there's because uh, Bungie recently got bought out by Sony. There's now currently a crossover uh, happening with the um, with the Sony franchises. So game franchises like Last of Us, uh, Ratchet Clank, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and the Ghost of Tsushima are now having crossover skins and items <clears throat> crash over into Destiny Two. So you can have your Titan look like Kratos, your Hunter look like Aloy, and your Warlock looking like Jin. And like those are pretty badass skins, I gotta lie. And you can even have your ghosts be infected like a Cordyceps or a Clicker, and even your ship and uh, speeder look like it has a fungus growth on it. Oh yeah, for sure. That one oh. looks awesome. I'm kind of mm. super happy. Oh, that. so you love this? So mine is a victory animation for the Titan. So instead of summoning your hammer using the solar uh, thing, it's actually the uh, Chaos Blade. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like that's dope. That is fucking dope. <laughs> Wait, why is it? I guess it works because the chaos blade is actually fire. But I was about to say, why isn't the why isn't the Leviathan axe? But I guess because the only thing they have is the stasis one, and the stasis yeah. one is like a fist. This yeah, the stasis <laughs> one is just a fist. It's not really like you know a weapon, which is a, a shame. Um, and for warlock with Jin, it's a samurai sword versus you know a staff. Yeah, which makes sense. That's mm-hmm. kind of fire though. Really sick. I'm actually yeah. kind of glad that they managed to, to slide those in. One of my favorite. One of my favorite. A while ago, but like, yeah, you never just. They we never took a look at it. Yeah, finally got announced. One of the things I thought was a cute touch because one of the animations you could do in emote is um the uh victory um summon for the golden bolt from Ratchet and Clank when Ratchet uh, picks up a gold bolt. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cute. I like that. that. Is really cute. I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right. You guys are doing cool stuff. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, next on the bit of news I want to speak about, so uh, you're you're aware of the recent Netflix password sharing crackdown, right? Yes. Well, how was it that? It started okay. yesterday. Oh no. Yeah. So from now on, anybody in the U.S. who are wishing to use password sharing, you need to use in, in the same household. They haven't really figured out exactly if you have to be on the same network for. So thank goodness for that. But if you want to add any more people onto the account after it hits a limit, you need to pay an additional eight ninety nine a month for more people. I thought that. Uh... Per person, by the way, per person for the most part. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it, went into, uh, it got implemented elsewhere, but I thought like we ended up um, mm-hmm. 
It's limited in the outside of the U.S. So I, because I have my mom in Thailand, I'm trying to share a Netflix thing for her. But it, that they completely cut that out, so I can't share any more with her. But in the U.S. moving forward, if you have any more, I think the limit is currently five. Any, if anybody else you wants to use the share share that password, have to pay eight ninety nine a month for it. Oh, it isn't too bad, but that's still kind of you know. I know, but you'll be the one paying for it. Yeah, that's facts. Wow. My bill's already twenty bucks a month on it. I don't want to pay thirty. That's that is completely fair. Mm-hmm. So that one, be aware, wary of any Netflix uh, users out there. Um, be very let's... careful, guys. Mm -hmm. Don't want to get overcharged for stupid, like stupid stuff. Kind of oh, dumb, yeah. honestly, but yeah. You know, yeah. Not much we can do about it. And the final, and the finally, we got a reveal and leaks as well for Mortal Kombat One, which is a remake of the original Mortal Kombat, supposedly, and technically the twelfth entry in the series. Now, count. It is indeed yeah. like a sequel to the previous game, though. Yes, but the previous game had like a lot of time travel shenanigans, so that's why it's going back to one. Right. So it's rebooting again, in short. Alright. Mm -hmm. Not bad at all. Um... Some of the leaks of the characters, if you're curious about money, we, uh, some guest characters were expecting <laughs> Homelander and um, Omni-Man. I'm really hoping Omni-Man. Actually, I kind of want either or. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if we need both. I feel like both those characters are gonna kind of run into the. I mean, they're both superhero. They're both Superman analogs. It's like having both is a little bit overkill. But yeah, yeah, but one or the other would be fine, honestly. I prefer Omni Man, but I think Homel Homelander is actually like a really nice pick too. It's the best. Mm -hmm. way I, I mean, for both their shows and uh, source material, they're both fucking brutal as hell. Oh, and yeah, I know no, for a fact J.K. Simmons would love to come back as playing Omni Man. Uh, from all combat because he, he's a voice actor. He loves that shit. If we get both, I'm not going to complain. I just kind of oh, yeah. feel like maybe that slot could have been someone else. But, you know, it's cool. It's, a, it's, cool. it's something it's to cool. change, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something to change for sure because it's just a leak. Um, and the game just got announced. They're not even close to being done. Yeah, not even close at all. Uh, what else do we got here? What else do we got here? Let's see here. <clears throat> Well, obviously, with this going up on, on Wednesday, um, I think it's safe to say that we did see, we did in fact see the PlayStation, uh, the, the PlayStation event that happened today. We won't be going into too much detail. We're actually going to save some of that for uh, next time. But mm -hmm. do want to at least mention some of the stuff like uh, that might not get mentioned, like Foamstar. Foamstar looks fun. Foamstar looks really fun. I didn't think mm -hmm. Square Enix was going to make a Splatoon. <laughs> For the ones who haven't watched the uh, uh, for the presentation, Foam Star, what essentially is a it operates like the Splatoon from the Nintendo Switch, but instead of um, an inky platform and coloring it, and you dive through investigating it, no, you build the foam on top of the stage and just lift create terrain as you shoot and kill your enemies. Like that is cool. It's really cutesy, and they're using foam bubbles uh, to attack your enemies versus anything oh. any bullets or like that. It's it really nice. It's really cute. It's cool. And as of all things that Square Enix decided to uh, try to compete against, like oh Splatoon. That's a genius, actually, yeah. because no one else does it. Yeah. Um, another one, I guess, we'll say is that both Convergence, uh, the Riot uh, game, like how they've been doing the Riot stories, the Echo story, the Echo game, mm -hmm. uh, that and Bolt Gun or Hammer Bolt Gun are also have been Bolt Gun. I can't wait to get that game. Week, so, but sure, it all means to check that out if you guys are. I have to get it either the week after because we gotta buy Street Fighter Six next week, Amani. Yeah, I gotta get Street Fighter Six. That, speaking of which, the beta was also recently, too. That was fun. Yes. That was really fun. Are you getting on PC or PlayStation, by the way? Because I have a game effects I tend to get stuff... I tend to get fighting games on PlayStation. I'm not going to fight. 
Like, I the reason on my console. Yeah. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because if we get it on PC, um, I know because it's free online, I don't have to pay for the monthly for the PlayStation on that one. Um, I, I think uh, there's crossplay. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so it'll be yeah. fine. But I usually, I'll still get it on PC regardless because like I think it'll be easier for me to just run it on that one because uh, my th my fight stick can run on a system for it. I just want to make sure which platform will be best. That's all. My but fight I think stick I'm... is currently in a. It, it's an old fight stick, so it's not doing it anymore. So I'm like, all right, I gotta get a new one. Unfortunately, I, I have to get a new fight stick. I am sad. <laughs> um, Noted. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be sad for me. But I'll probably I could play on controller. I have no problem playing controller, which gotcha. makes me kind of go like, I don't know. I kind of feel weird playing it on PC. I feel weird playing fighting games on PC. It's like one that's not that bad. I mean, the rollback netcode is gonna be great. So at least the online's gonna be perfect. Regardless. That's true. And then Parsec is literally there to make it even better if it's not good. You know, or mm -hmm. any other fighting game if it's not good, so... Well, the thing is, unlike the recent PC launches of a lot of games, Capcom's actually been kind of killing it uh, on that front. That's true. They've been doing a really good job lately. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, let's see what else we got here. On, uh, okay, on a positive, in a funny way, but not but many for CW fans, but live-action Powerpuff Girl TV show got cancelled. Oh, no, that's just good news all around. That's just, <laughs> there's no downside to that whatsoever. I, d I don't see a downside considering that we talked about those leaks and uh yeah no the script the pilot was so bad they yeah, had to no, redo it's, everything it's cool that we don't have to worry about this being made anymore it is so great that they was like you know what this is not worth it thank you <laughs> and <laughs> thank you for giving up yep and because of uh, Warner Bros has pretty much sold off all the rights to the CW and they're also done CW moving forward after the flash and got the knights Hopefully, um, we'll no longer make any more uh, superhero shows. Like, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> Honestly, like, I want them to do better with this shit, not what they've been have been doing. What they've been doing is pretty, pretty trash. Pretty. Oh, one thing I do want to mention because this also is hilarious on Disney's uh, Disney's cost. So, you remember that really expensive like uh, Star Wars hotel they announced a while back? Yeah, I know Aaron's super excited about this. Yep, yeah, it got canceled, you sons it's of bitches. Done. After because 18 months, garbage. Yeah, you have to pay six grand a night at this fucking hotel. It was too expensive and also not <laughs> good enough, like for its price, for sure. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus uh, Christ! You dunked on, I guess Disney. You, you should have did it better. Of all things, like of all things, like they've been doing terribly in a lot of their own fronts now. Even their own theme park and uh, uh, hotel chains. Are, yeah, no, Disney gotta kind of get it together. Like I don't know what's been badly with them, but maybe they need a like every front right now. Well, I'm not, not saying like they should front, get. I'm not saying that's Kevin Foundry's uh, fault because he has has nothing to do with Star Wars. But they might need to do something with uh, like they pull it with uh, James Gunn, depending on how if he does well with DC. Do something for Star Wars, honestly, because the last good thing that came out for Star Wars has been Andor. That's about it. Well, uh, it was and yeah, that's the last good thing though. It's Andor. Yeah, that's the last how good the, thing. How was uh? Season three for Mandalorian has not been that great. Oh, people don't like it. Oh no. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, money. The drop off, the drop off of viewership from season one, from episode one to episode six, on season three has dropped off ninety three percent. Jeez, what is happening over there? I haven't got a chance it, the, to watch it. I, I wanted to because I just... The I story doesn't pick up until episode 7. Bruh. So what are they doing? Are they having like random little like adventures? No. It's like slow place walking and event uh, leading up to an uh, event that like he goes to Mandalore and all that shit. 
but like nothing effectively happens to him or he does anything until like episode seven. Like you gotta be shitting me. Oh, also, you know that whole drama about the Darksaber for Bo-Katan and uh, Din Djarin? Yeah. That gets hand-waved, completed off extremely easily. Like, of all things, seriously, there's no conflict to this? He just hands it over. Like, what the fuck? That was supposed to be kind of a thing, wasn't it? Like, it was, and that's no longer the case. Like, well, that's kind of wow. Just that wow. He would, like, I don't know, fight for it, or maybe be like, maybe I should give it up, or like submit to her or lead or the Mandalorians, like, or just lead. I would actually really want him to lead, kind of. But like, ah, <clears throat> it's just kind of lame that they're just like, hey, here, take it. Like, it's it's not that simple. I don't know why it has to be. It's it shouldn't. It's weird she, to have a situation where it's like the answer is just hand it over. No, yeah, no. Like, here's the thing. Here's nah. the thing. Like, <laughs> she made a big deal at the end of season two. Like, I can't take it because you didn't. I didn't want to fight. And then like yeah. the, uh, season three happens. Like, wasn't this this whole issue to begin with? What the fuck? He leads Mandalore. Like that's the deal. That he's the king now. But yeah, okay. It's really weird. That's really strange. Uh, that's just what the fuck? It's like, ugh, man. Uh, seriously, doesn't even get your shit together. Um, with all the Star Wars stuff, it's been pissing me. It's been pissing a lot of people off. So, but yeah, uh, let's see here. What else is on on the list? Anything that you want to talk about, Amani, specifically? Um, I know that uh, the some of the leaks for uh, the next Spider-Man issue came out because apparently, um, I think it's Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. It's the one with a uh, Kamala Khan, right? The one that she got. Uh, yeah, Kamala Khan. This is dumb. This is dumb. I've never seen. I really want to talk about this. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say this. Like, this is spoilers, obviously. Like, it's a leak. It can always be wrong, but these are technically also spoilers. If you don't want to know, but it's also one of those things. I've never seen something so stupid as like a. This is not. This is not gonna stick. Like, comic books have a tendency to have deaths, right? And we know that they don't stick. Because no one ever stays dead in comic books. Not really, right? Nope. Now, I've never seen something written in such a way that it's like, this cannot possibly be. Like, this has to get fixed soon. (laughs) Because in the new uh, leaks, they kill off Kamala Khan, who has been in the Spider-Man, current uh, Amazing Spider-Man comic books recently. Not doing much, but around, right? Which makes even less sense why they killed her off. But on top of that, <laughs> she is being killed in a Spider-Man book. Not Chippy. Not even, not even not her, own her own stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets killed in a Spider-Man book. Like, He's getting killed of all things, Spider-Man. like, really? And it's not, and not even Miles' book, right? Yeah, like, it was it's Miles Peter's. Book, yeah. It's Peter's. Like, this isn't gonna stick. Like, she's not dead. Like, it's not only does she have a movie coming out very soon, which is in the Marvels. <laughs> like, very soon. But <laughs> like, on top of that, she even died in her own book. <laughs> she didn't die in a single book in which she is leading. <laughs> like, this isn't sticking. <laughs> this is not sticking. <laughs> I've never seen like it's so dumb. Um, I don't want to hate on Jason Aaron's run, but because to be fair, I do think that it's been uh over marketed and a bit uh people are a bit too like um excited. Too angry, I guess uh, I should say about it. It's if it's very divisive. I will definitely say that because it's, again, it's one... divisive. It's just yeah. that it's very. Best way I can describe it is like, because one of the stories with it is when the uh, the runs just started was about to start, 
Um, mm-hmm. There was a picture of Spider-Man in a crater, which looked like a nuke went off, essentially, saying, what did Spider-Man do? And unfortunately, the answer to that question is nothing. Spider-Man didn't mm-hmm. do anything. Everything about this story is a, an extremely reactive situation, right? Yep. Like, everything about it. So, Every, like, incl- including him losing his uh, love of his life 20, yeah. for 20 years, and then she's about to die after having kids with another man. Like, oh my god, seriously? Yeah, which, I mean, granted, that kind of gets redconned a little bit because she didn't actually have those kids. She just found them. They just didn't <clears> look <throat> like her. <laughs> but they found I wonder those if that, kids. I, I wonder if that was if that was reactive, like, oh, okay, like, like, huh, interesting. <laughs> but she's apparently in the past because of the previous issue, she's in, like, I'm dying to Black Cat, like, okay, she's gonna die anyway. What the fuck? And then it's like, yeah. twist, Kamala Khan said instead, like, what? So, like, what's weird about this is that it's like, um, there's definitely parts of Jason Aaron that obviously are divisive. Obviously, the idea of breaking up Mary Jane and Peter Parker, being one of the big ones, considering that uh, the last, like, Nick Spencer and dance lot and everyone pretty much before them has been kind of moving towards the idea that maybe we can get them back together i'm a fan of black cat i have no problem with them dating but at the same time i'm like the way they're doing it is a little weird <laughs> it's a little strange <laughs> and at the end of the day if you were gonna kill off mary jane cool like i'm not happy that she's dying right but like i could accept the idea that like this is no longer gonna be a thing because she is dead and we sold off her relationship with Peter Parker like years ago at this point. Like we mm-hmm. haven't they've just been kind of in this will they won't they stayed forever and have I mean they could either the thing they could have either finally bite the fucking bullet and kill her off and give it a love interest to Spidey, or do they with the Superman and just make Superman Lois Lane um or Sp- uh, Spidey Mary Jane married and have the fucking kid. Just do that problem, and make that canon. The biggest problem is that Mary Jane has no agency. Agency, like, I know. Like that is the biggest problem. Lois Lane is an investigative reporter. She is able to just go out and do whatever the f- she wants, and that'll probably lead to some plot with Superman, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, they can easily do this with Mary Jane because you know what they did? They did this exact fucking thing in the game! Yes, but she is not originally an investigative reporter. In the comics, I know, just, but she becomes one! So, I don't even want to get into that. That's like my most hated thing about her in... Like, it's really weird. <laughs> it's, it's really strange. I guess it works out because, like, in Superman and Lois's relationship, um, Lois goes into these situations full knowing that Superman's got her back, right? Like, full knowing Superman's got mm-hmm. her back. And so it's like, yeah, I could put myself in danger because if my heartbeat even slows down for a second, Superman will be on whoever's doing it, like white on rice. Because like, it's <laughs> Superman. <laughs> but in a situation like Mary Jane, like, especially that's why I got so annoyed with her in um, Marvel Spider-Man, is because it's like, Peter is not nearly on the level of Superman. He just can't be everywhere. He can't be everywhere, yeah, literally. <laughs> and two, they're on the fritz anyway. Like, she's doing things in a dumb way without the backing knowing that Peter Parker, like, that Spider-Man can show up on the spot. And then when he does save her in some instances, he's doing the wrong thing. <laughs> he's like, I didn't need your saving. He had a gun. I needed to talk to him. He's like, you're right. But from my perspective... Bad times. Absolutely bad times. You snuck into a Sable base. <laughs> and had he said anything too loudly, you'd be done. <laughs> had he said anything too loudly. <laughs> like, there's even the scene where she's just like, uh, like he's coming to, to get her at Oscorp because he's not going to Oscorp. And she's like, he's like, how far are you? It's like two blocks away. He's like, well, I'm leaping. 
that is not <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I'm not even ready. What the fuck? He's even yelling, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he's like, I am not there. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Like, she, she, I get what you mean. And I do think it would work for comic book Mary Jane because she has significant, like a significant amount of agency comparison to that version. Mm-hmm. I just don't want her to be in the situation where she's doing annoying things that'll put her in trouble if that makes sense like because there was some stuff where she was uh, uh during uh nick spencer's run where she was making some deals and talking to some people where i'm like mary jane what are you doing like it, she was <laughs> she was making moves like she was safe the whole time like everything about it like she she had it but like it was one of those situations where you looked at it it's like all this has to do is go sideways at any point and you in trouble like we're lucky that no one is going sideways on this <laughs> but if someone just did problematic <laughs> absolute problematic <laughs> um but yeah nah they they decided to kill kamala Khan, and i'm like this is dumb this is dumb and um i look forward to seeing her come back almost immediately <laughs> honestly like or, or no, i'm half expecting i'm half expecting another stupid twist uh somewhere down the line and like this gets resolved almost like not exactly with a bow tie, but like either fully unexplained or disregarded by the next main issue line. Oh no, it would have to be. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, Jason Aaron's stuff is—he's not bad. It's just middling. There's like some really interesting stuff in there. I also feel like people are dunking on it way too hard. I just do not agree with whatever that decision was. Oh no, it's just—it's divisive. It's divisive. <laughs> Somebody just poor decision writing, but anything that's the case with it. But speaking on some. Possibly interesting stuff, because I know you're going to be interested in this. So remember the Immortal Hulk run uh, that happened a while back? Yes. This was excited for the Immortal Thor run? Al Ewing. Yes. Al Ewing. <laughs> Al Ewing was doing these. So yes, absolutely. So for a sale line that they d- pitched off for this was because they called the Immortal... So if Immortal Hulk was Old Testament, Immortal Thor will be New Testament. Oh. Okay, that's kind of cool then. I like that's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, basically they just did the same thing. So like, okay... I'm not mistaken, Al, Al Ewing was writing Immortal Hulk and Donna Cates was writing Thor. He mm-hmm. was also writing Venom. They have now switched. So now Donny Cates is on Hulk and Al Ewing is on Thor, which you just said is the Immortal Thor run. I don't remember who's on Venom now. I don't know if Al Ewing's on Venom. I'd have to check. I don't know who's on Venom right now. Venom stuff is crazy, though. It's popping off, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't remember who's on Venom. Whatever's happening where we're doing, like, this Lovecraft shit (laughs) with superheroes is really cool. (laughs) This is all I will say. It's (laughs) because everything happening with Donny Cates Venom was really crazy. Everything that was happening with Immortal Hulk was really crazy. Um, Right now, we're not doing uh, Lovecraft shit with... um, with the Hulk Yes, right Al Ewing is indeed... Uh, Al Ewing and Ram V are currently r- writing um, uh, Venom. Yes! That explains everything. Because <laughs> Venom is popping off. <laughs> like, best way I can describe it is, like, without spoiling too much, is that Eddie Brock is looking at timeline versions of himself, like, inevitable versions of himself, and having to deal with the fact that he's going to be each of these individuals at a given point and have to live up to the main villain he's dealing with <laughs> which so the idea is like he might he might become the exact main villain he is dealing with currently yep. 
<laughs> I like that. That's I like that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> when it comes to uh, as far as like the Hulk right now, um, Dan- uh, Danny Cates is doing a really cool one where uh, he's doing the Starship version of the Hulk, which I think originally I looked at and was like, this is a really stupid version of the Hulk, and then I let him cook. <laughs> And this is pretty. This is a sick version of the Hulk. I take it back. <laughs> Starship Hulk is pretty up there. <laughs> um, I'll explain that one real quick. Essentially, all he did was he turned. Bruce Banner has compartmentalized his mind and added a bunch of tech to the Hulk, so that the Hulk can uh, a travel through dimensions uh, using portals and stuff like that. Like he'll be fine. And B, he can now control and channel the Hulk's rage like a engine like a star system so the idea is that you have the hulk in one area and he creates mm-hmm. a bunch of illusions that the hulk will fight and get angrier and that's, that but bruce away. controls the the rest yes, of the body bruce is controlling the rest of the body and piloting it it's even depicted it like he's piloting like a ship or a mech um and he will turn up the danger level in that room accordingly to what's happening outside so that way like the hulk inside gets stronger and thus the physical being of the Hulk gets stronger. And so he's able to access greater and greater like heights without trying to, while balancing, pushing the Hulk too far inside his mind. It's really cool. <laughs> All the but like anything else, <laughs> something contr- controlling something like uh, as massive as a creature as the Hulk, obviously is not going to end well. <laughs> also, the coolest thing is that the first question that this uh, run presents is the fact that it's like, we've always considered the fact that... Um, that the Hulk, uh, that Bruce Banner protects us from the Hulk. Mm-hmm. What if the answer is the reverse? What if it is the Hulk that protects everyone from Bruce Banner? And I was like, what an interesting question to just suddenly bring up. That's well, interesting. The thing, well, the thing is, I think it's like a setup because they did this with another brilliant scientist in the past. Because remember, Hank Pym uh, was considered a uh, horrible person before he finally changed. So I'm thinking they're doing a similar thing with uh, Bruce in this regard after so many years. And. Well, I mean, they kind of done that flip flop back and forth with Tony, with like they either increase his alcoholism or reduce it down, and so on and so forth. He's always had a battle. Well, after I think Demon in a Bottle, he's always had a battle with alcoholism, but it's never been like it's never gone de- back. Not he's yeah, not for debilitating. Yeah. Um, and the only time I would say Reed actually had to, well, no, Reed has to actually, not exactly fight with himself. He had to fight Doom a, a multiple times, but the one time he had to really fight with himself was his ultimate version, where he was a straight up evil version of himself, the master. Oh, yeah. I think the only other version of himself in which he drinks and it's considered, like, it's fine, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. fine, but it's not okay, is yeah. um, Superior Iron Man. When he yeah. has the weirded version of the Extremis is when he is um, he's drinking in that form and everybody's like, this is not normal Tony. <laughs> Tony, does, <laughs> Tony does not do that anymore. <laughs> he's done his best to never do this again. <laughs> Um, but uh, what else do we got, real quick? We might as well see. Let's see, see here. I know there's a bunch of stuff with Marvel happening right now. Like we mentioned, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, we will, like I said, we'll get into the, the full news or the uh, the showcase this Saturday. Yes, for sure. I will say this because just in case we might not mention it though. Um, Project Q looks interesting. It is basically a PlayStation handheld that we knew that was coming. We talked about a little bit, but mm-hmm. it is confirmed. That is one. It is confirmed this time. 
So, uh, heads up and explanation. It is not a Switch handheld you can actually take outside. It is literally just a handheld version. You have to still be connected to the Wi-Fi and allows you to play instead of from the big screen on this on handheld device. So, if you're in your room, and you can still play from your bed versus having simply um, turn on a TV and do it. So, or from the living room, and that way you can still have access yeah, for it. So, it's an in-house device. Screen. It's really cool. Actually, it's like, a Wii U pad, it's essentially what it is. Essentially, but it's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, here's the thing. Worth it. <laughs> the design is also kind of like, it's kind of silly, but still unique because it's literally just, they sliced a DualSense and controller in half and stuck both ends up to a screen in the middle. <laughs> and, it, and you look at it and you go like, it works. <laughs> it works. It it's works. like, it's a little ridiculous because like, that's so simple, but stupid at the same time. Yeah, it's like, you know what? You got it. Like, <laughs> you're not getting any points for extra credit, but you know, it's a you got sure it. passing grade. Like, I mean, I guess they spent all their brain power designing the PS5 itself. Like, let's make, let's dumb this down for the next let's bit. Let's make this simple. <laughs> like, I don't think it has to be anything super hard. It's just going to be simple. Um, What else do we have? I know we have something else on here. Let's see. Oh, uh, did we talk about the Dead by, De Dead by Daylight stuff? Oh, no. Of course not. Hey, yo. So if Nicolas Cage is just... <laughs> is coming Dead to Dead by, Dead by Deadlight. <laughs> is he a killer or a survivor? I don't know. I'm still liking it regardless. Oh, no. I mean, we do know he is, in fact, a survivor. It is ah. still so strange that he is in this game. I'm a little sad that he wasn't a killer, but it's cool. <laughs> I'm I mean, so sad. I, and when I saw Nicolas Cage, like, okay, he's going to be a survivor. Can we get Shia LaBeouf as a killer? So he's an actual cannibal? I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just have him play his theme something. That'd be amazing. But beyond that, just the meme, the meme up culture of uh, Nicholas Cage coming Dead by Daylight, we're also getting a few new announcements. So they're making another um, a spin-off title of uh, Dead by Daylight Universe. I don't, I have no idea exactly what's going to be uh, on that front. But another one is also going to be made by the people who did Until Dawn, Supermassive Games. Like, yes. oh, that's going to be really interesting. It is going to be really cool. I did see that. Uh, we were talking about that before, actually. Mm -hmm. Because like, another... Interesting pick. Yeah. One of the things I like most about Dead by Daylight, the lore behind each killer and everything like that, That's it's really really well-crafted. I like that part. I agree. Dead by Daylight killers... is, like, lore-wise, lore is really well-crafted. I kind of hope <clears> to see it. It looks like it's going to be kind of fun. Uh, whatever mm -hmm. that game is, um, I'm assuming it's going to be, like, uh, basically all their other games. But, you know, like... Uh, what is the name of it? I'm blanking on the name of the first one. Until Dawn. I'm pretty much mm -hmm. assuming it's going to be like Until Dawn. Until it's Dawn, the quarry. Hopefully, as long as, as, long as it's uh, has decent... I'm pretty sure it's kind of decent writing, and it still has the cheesy survivors and all that stuff, but the killer, especially if they follow the lore from what's already written by Dead by Daylight. Oh, we, can't, we might actually get to see Barker. Benjamin Barker been wanting to see him for so fucking long from the <laughs> game. Like, he's, he's, the un, he's the unshown narrator and lore writer of the entire uh, uh, series. Um, and pretty much writes the details of every single killer and and survivor it passes through, but you never see it. Like, oh, do we finally get to see him this time? That'd be cool. Oh, uh, another one of the things I wanted to mention is because of the fact that, um, so apparently they have fired the original writer for King Dynasty. Um, the one that's writing in Avengers King Dynasty, he is no longer with uh, Marvel. Apparently. Oh, why they fired him? Uh, it's not, I'm, guess, I'm assuming it's. Actually, I shouldn't assume. Uh, I don't know. I just know that they were fired. <laughs> um, I'm looking into it currently. But from what I can tell... I'm wondering if it has a lot to do with like everything that's happened so far. But um, I'm I assuming mean... that we're going to have to have rewrites considering how... Uh... 
everything. Oh, man, I forgot to mention this to you. You should talk about. Uh, you should be. You should be aware of this. So the beta for the My Hero Ultra Rumble for PlayStation starts tomorrow. Yeah, I did see this. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to talk about it either. That's fun. So get to enjoy that, guys. To play <laughs> My Hero, the My Hero. Um, uh, uh, Battle Royale. Royale. Yes. Yeah. I heard, based on people who have gotten to touch it a little bit before, it's pretty fun. I'm kind of down. Let's see uh, how the game is. one main because that is that is me. But we'll see who else I might play. <laughs> Watch Deku not be the best character, and it actually ends up being I d- like. I don't character. expect him to be. I'll just play him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, like there's like, gonna be a meta for it, and it's like it's not it's not the it's not Deku. It's not a main character. It's like a. A random psychic. If Manetta so how if he becomes meta, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Like, bro, you know how many people would be salty? Aaron would fucking he would lose it if Manetta was like top tier. So mad. On a wanna go back to a rant mode a little bit, especially since I just had this announcement because I like this franchise. And once again dunking on Ubisoft after also some a lot of financial and um both social and financial issues I've been having over the past few years. So, uh, for audience members who remember Prince of Persia remake that was announced three years back, yes. it is the remake process is getting rebooted again, so it's back to its conception phase. So, uh, why do they like dunking? Why does why does Ubisoft like dunking on Prince of Persia fans like this? I don't know, honestly. I really do not know. We're just not um, to enjoy things, I guess. No, I don't. I honestly don't know. And the thing is, all these delays. Okay, typically I'm fine with uh, games getting uh, getting delayed every now and again uh, for like, oh, it's close to being like it's a couple months. Okay, fine, that's cool. I'm, the longer it usually waits, it's better. But every single time I hear something from you, something gets delayed again and again and again and again and again, it actually makes me feel more concerned. Like, why the fuck is this taking so long? I'm not impatient, but it's like, like what's it going make on behind sense the scenes? Yeah, especially for the remake, um, like, you have a pre-existing blueprint already, the previous original game. You could just simply use that as your skeleton base and work from there. Why, what fucking happened in three years that you have to start all over again? I don't know. Especially when you're just remaking the old game. Like, you're just Mm -hmm. touching it up and making sure everything feels right. With you this, even, you don't even have to change the story. To be honest, people would be cool with you keeping. The yeah, story. the story can again. The game can be literally one for one, just improve the mechanics and looks. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's pretty much all you got to do for it. If I, I guess again, you still have to start from the scratch because you have to rebuild everything. But if you all just follow the direction of the original game, you should be fine. That's the idea. I, I mean, uh, again, we're taking this from a layman's standpoint because we have no idea how because we understand how difficult game development can be. But it seriously shouldn't take this long after three years. I would yeah, say. It's really strange. Um, and not to mention the fact that the other games underneath their belts are still struggling to release, both with Skull and Bones. Six delays and still no schedule to come out. And the right. infamous and almost still probably never going to come out non-existent, but still says it's in development beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, no, that's done. That's that's not coming out. I don't believe <laughs> that for a second. That's just mean. I, I, wish it, I wish for the fans that it would come out, but like I don't even know what that game is supposed to be anymore for them. See, unlike... Because it okay. was supposed to be a sequel, and now it's a prequel, and then it's, like, weird. Like, now it's not even clear what it hey, is. Hey, at least with Valve, they never they never officially announced they were working on Half-Life 3. They just didn't never want to do with it. They're, but Ubisoft, on the other hand, oh, yeah, keep no, telling that, us yeah, they they're, they're working on it. They that they're not. Yeah. Like, someone, he's like, look, <clears> no one wants to work on it. If someone wants to work on it, we'll let them. Right? Yes. 
no one said anything. So that's that's kind of the problem with that one. It's yeah, like, but right, Ubisoft no has actively said over many times they're still working on the fucking game for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Really? We it's the longest. It's basically th- kind of a, a scam at this point, man. Yeah. Like the, uh, the I mean, here's the thing. Overworked and stuff like that, I think, was the, the allegations for. Overworked, um, for not being paid enough, sexual harassment, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, what are you. What are you overworking them with if you aren't even close to finishing or starting to know what that game is? Yeah, not to mention the fact <laughs> like, what like are they if, doing? There's, a, there's also a record because Beyond Good Evil 2 has now beaten Duke Nukem Forever's record of uh, development process. Like, that's not a record that you should be proud of breaking. Yeah, no, not at all. It's not great. Truly unfortunate, though. Um, I guess I'll end this on a. Both an indie note? To, yeah, I ended on an indie note and a uh, cool note. So we have uh, Bleak Sword DX. You should look up this one. Um, it is a uh, isometric uh, 2.5D uh, hack and slash, <laughs> which uh, I believe it's a roguelike as well. Mm-hmm. It Looks is awesome. indeed a roguelite. It operates similar to that of uh, roguelite from it, but it's a Metroidvania is like a 2D uh, hack and slash rather than still traverse uh, difficult terrain. And I think you still have the Metroidvania aspect, so you different abilities allow you to progress uh, differently in different sections as well. Yeah, so that one's a fun one. So guys, for sure, go check that one out. And um, I think that's going to be it for this type of a mini-serve. Uh, we will... I think that's it. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it off of my plate. Um, we'll talk more come Saturday, especially with the oh, yeah, presentation. Oh, yeah, announcement happening. So we'll uh, end this one on a song from N Major. So, how'd that one play us out? We will see you all later this week. Yeah. See ya. Peace. We're never old, ever.